end of the line. Episode 20. Lynn. Why are fetuses measured in fruit? They start out as a raisin, develop into an apricot, and after nine months, you give birth to a watermelon. Is it to hide the fact that they're freaky little parasites? Daisies is the same size as the strawberry on top of my cheesecake. Thanks for that, Daisy. Now all I can see is a blood clot and dividing cells. Puts me right off. Yes, you have it. Waste not what not. You're eating for two after all. Feeding the strawberry, that's feasting on you. Creepy to think that it's got its own heartbeat, different to yours, thumping away in there. <sighs> Fair gives me the willies. Oh, God. One of the fruit children is running amok, tripping up the barista and playing with the milk frother. The barista's not happy. He's glaring at the yummy mummy. Good luck with that, mate. And she's off. He's not doing any harm. It's important for children to roam free. They need to learn independence. <laughs> That's the barista told. He's backed off. Am I pleased for you, Daisy? Pleased about the strawberry? No, I'm bloody not. I know I'm raining on your parade, but if I was afraid of clowns, how do you think I'd react if you said you are running away to join the circus and your work uniform would be a bright orange wig and three-foot-long shoes? I pray none of the yummy mummies takes it into their heads to come up here onto the mezzanine. This bit's for grown-ups, freelancers, and people who want to enjoy a coffee without listening to little Hermione singing about the wheels on the bus or watching little Milo throw his tantrum because you've had your snack today, Milo. You've eaten all your mini mozzarella. You can't have a majority date as well. Thank God for the mezzanine. Sanctuary. My sanctuary. If one of the fruit children came up here, it'd be curtains for me. Yes, Daisy, I do mean it. That they give me the shudders. Yes! Really, I guess it's a phobia. Yes, I know that babies can't hurt me, but spiders can't hurt either, and lots of people are afraid of them. It's just... Creepy, the way babies don't look like miniature humans. A baby elephant looks like an elephant. A baby human is mm, like a caterpillar or a tadpole. It looks nothing like the finished article. One of the fruit babies is staring up at me. Why do they stare like that? Blank. Yet intense, like they're saying, I know something you don't know. Stop staring at me, you freak. I hope Daisy's not going to be the sort of expectant mother who's constantly showing off her belly. 
From the way she keeps on patting her stomach, I have a horrible feeling she'll be the type that forces people to feel the watermelon kicking. Like that woman at book club who pulled up her T-shirt so we could see the elbows and heels protruding under her skin. Like a robot trapped in a balloon. No wonder I was sick. And then... When that watermelon was born and she brought it in to show it off, dear God, what a thing to have inside you. Born with full head of hair and such long fingernails. What is it about the fingernails that makes me think of those dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? The ones that spit poison. Is Daisy Strawberry growing hair and nails in there? Does she know it's going to claw its way out of her? Maybe that's why everyone pretends it's fruit in there. Apricots don't scratch. What do you mean? You know I'm not keen on babies. Not keen. <laughs> not keen? Is that the way you describe a pounding heart and rising panic? Yes. Yes. Of course, it'll be different with your baby. I've got to like your baby. No, I will not be a sort of grandma to it. <sighs> I wish your bloody antenatal classes would remind you that not everyone's as thrilled as you about the imminent fruit salad. Some of us will be so repulsed by it. We'll sit upstairs in coffee shops to make sure we're as far away as possible. They do freak me out. I'm not exaggerating, Daisy. You wouldn't be saying that to my brother, Matt. Kids give him the heebie-jeebies too, but when he says it, so what teams of mothers swoop in and keep the little horrors out of his way? I say they freak me out, and they tell me, you'll feel differently when you have your own. <sighs> Thank God that ship has sailed. I'm out of the danger zone when it comes to getting up the duff. But it pisses me off that they believe Matt. It's because he's a man. I'm a woman. Obviously, I don't know my own mind. I'm a woman. Obviously, I want children. Must have children. Must love all children. No, Daisy. When your watermelon's born, we most definitely won't be meeting down there with the other yummy mummies. Over my dead body, am I sitting with Hermione and Cyrus and Milo and Annabelle in a sea of smushed banana and baby crap? And I certainly don't want to hear, No, she's not naughty. She's just extremely creative and very sensitive. Bloody hell. There's a kid down there who's taking off his nappy and hammering the contents into the cafe floor. Shits flying everywhere. <laughs> it's literally hit the fan. Cyrus loves his daddy's little helper carpentry set, don't you, Cyrus? Uh-oh. Here comes the barista. Brave soul. That's right. Remind her that there are 
other diners in here. She's looking at me. One shoulder raised in a half shrug, giving me a little smile, looking for... No, expecting female solidarity. <laughs> Sorry, love, you're barking up the wrong tree here. Please don't make assumptions about me. I'm on Team Barista. Take your kid home. Oh, you're off, are you, Daisy? Off to buy more watermelon paraphernalia. I'll just finish my coffee and hit the road myself. Oh, God. Freaky shit-spreader Cyrus is climbing the stairs up to the mezzanine. Go back, you monster. This is my sanctuary. You can't come up here. The yummy mummies grabbed him. Good. Take him back to the Armageddon and the Yummy Mummy area. She's looking at me again. She's got the fruit kit tucked under her arm and she's heading up the steps. She's breached sanctuary. She's coming over. You say this is the end of the line, didn't you know? Lynn was played by Angela Dixon. The episode was written by Kim Fleet and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Production support by Lynn McConway. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Sound Company in London and edited by Mitchell Harris. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is not the end of my line Didn't you know that I'm the one with the time It's not the end of the line